Let's welcome into the program Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. Josh, good afternoon. Appreciate your time today. Yep, always good to talk to you guys. Let's let's start with baseball. Uh, the Big 12, the number two RPI conference in America, and they get four teams. Were you a little surprised by that move? Uh, no, not surprised. Four teams was about, was about what I thought. It's a strong four teams. You know, all these teams, you know, three of them are, are going to be hosting here. One of them, uh, you know, Oklahoma State's a two seed. So I was not surprised. Oklahoma and uh, Baylor did not do themselves any favors in the in the Big 12 baseball tournament. It, they just weren't able to really get themselves over the hump. And depending on where you looked, those teams were you know right on the edge, not able to get themselves in. So uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a difficult it was difficult for those teams on the outside. But the Big Four that we thought got in. In in the SEC, I, I just <laughs> I marvel at the SEC year in and year out. Not only do they have you know, a, a big contingent in the tournament, but they have seven teams that are hosting regional tournaments. I mean, that is impressive. Yeah, I mean, they get nine teams in the tournament, and look, there are years, you know, I went to the University of Missouri, and they were horrible this year, but at the end of the year, they took two or three from Mississippi State, who was a top five team. So it's just a really competitive conference, and um, so many great teams on a night and night out basis. I mean, I think uh, it was the field was so strong this year that you saw the draft stock of guys like Jack Leiter and, and Kumar Rocker even drop a little bit. And some of that to do with the high school guys getting going, but uh, you know, it's, it, it's difficult to get through that entire season, but man, does it prepare you for the tournament? Because I can guarantee you uh, those teams have already played the best competition they'll see all season. There's not going to be anybody else across the country who's going to be able to do what a lot of those teams in the, in the SEC already did. Josh, I want to switch gears on you a little bit. It, it, today's obviously the dead period ends for college football recruiting. When you look at the Big 12, Oklahoma recruits itself. Texas recruits itself. Which teams can benefit the most from this? Actually having players come on campus and interact with the staffs. Well, I think a lot of those, not middle-tier programs, but your you know your teams like your Kansas States and your Baylors and your Texas Techs and your West Virginia because you know you can, those kids can begin to get a feel for what it's like to go to school there, right, and to play there and get to know those staffs uh, in their actual natural habitats, if you will. I think – when you talk about, you know, you're exactly right. The Oklahomas, the Texas of the world, have the advantage of being brands that kind of transcend the idea of, hey, I'm going to college at Lawrence, Kansas, or I'm going to college, you know, wherever, right? Like you're going to play for Oklahoma. It's a brand. They put a bunch of guys in the NFL. Uh, same thing for Texas, not as much recently, but those things sell themselves. You know, places like Kansas State, you got to sell uh, kids on Manhattan, right? You got you to kind of sh- sh- you know, show them the charm. A uh, place like Lubbock things of that nature, you know, those aren't the football factories that the other places are. So you kind of got to sell kids on that. And I think it's really great that these kids can now finally return to actually seeing where they're going. Because I think a lot of the heat for some of these kids got for, uh, you know, transfers, whatever, during a pandemic was a bit unwarranted considering all the restrictions and whatnot. Some of these kids, uh, you know, they didn't get a chance to just really see where they were going uh, in, in some cases. I've been really tuned into the NBA playoffs. It, it, I, as Watching this, you see this young talent, this young core group of talent coming out of the Big 12 with Trey Young and what he's able to do in Atlanta and Desmond Bain at Memphis. Could you just talk about the, the progression of these young guys and how they're really kind of setting the stage and opening things up for players like Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler who are coming into the, the um, draft this season? Well, I mean, you all go very far, Kate Cunningham, right? It's oh, yep. going to be the number one pick, and I think – uh, what you can tell is is that these programs are beginning to build track records for getting really good players into the league. Obviously, Kansas has always had that, but Oklahoma, 
you know, uh, even going back to Blake Griffin, right? They've got Buddy Heald and Blake Griffin in the NBA. Now Trey Young has been fantastic as well, showing that you can be a top-tier player coming out of a place like Oklahoma, right? And it just continues to grow. Obviously, Kevin Durant, Texas. Texas has been a factory putting guys in the NBA for a long time, and I think Chris Beard can capitalize on that. So it's great to see because we always think about, oh, the ACC and used to be the Big East and, and uh, you know, those are the big basketball, Big Ten basketball conferences. But really with the way the, you know, way the NBA is now and with the way basketball has changed, you don't have to go to Kentucky to be on TV all the time. Kate Cunningham, man, they put, they put Oklahoma State games on television as much as possible, right? And that's a big part because of him. You know, you don't have to worry if you go to Kansas State or if you go to Oklahoma State or Texas Tech about getting television exposure. You'll get it. And that's because the recent crop of Big 12 coaches and players have been so fantastic, I especially think in the last decade. We're like a yo-yo here. We're headed back to football here, Josh. Hang on. Yeah, sure, so, yeah. Whatever uh, so, you guys want. My thought, you, you mentioned brand just a moment ago, and, and you talking about Oklahoma, talking about Texas. When you, look at the, when you look at the playoff system that we're operating under now, and there's four teams that make the playoffs, typically they're brand names, as, as you pointed out. If we were to grow the the playoff system, could you see those quote-unquote non-brand teams finding their way into this thing and not only finding their way into this thing but being being productive in the in the uh, in the tournament? Well, it's difficult because uh, Bud Elliott has this thing called tw- the the blue chip rating and really it basically says that unless you have a certain caliber of of, of recruit consistently year in and year out, you're not able to to win the championship. It, has, it hasn't happened yet. There's only about 14 to 15 teams every single year that can kind of realistically win a championship. And so you mentioned the brand, the brand point you're right. But here's the problem is that the teams that missed the playoffs are also brands as well. Last year, Oklahoma missed it. Uh, Georgia missed it last year. LSU had a horrible year, but you know, they weren't in it. So really the teams that are knocking on the door, I know Iowa state was an exception. Definitely. I think in an 18 playoff, they would have a great chance, especially this season having a seat at the table. I still think generally speaking, if you went to eight, and you went with the auto bids and then a couple at-larges, your at-larges would normally end up being at least one or two teams that are brand names uh, as opposed to an I, you know, if Iowa State's kind of on the cusp, they really get cut out. But uh, I think in a year like this, there's no question Iowa State, you know, if it was an 18 playoff, they expect to get in. So I think it's going to be a case-by-case basis, but I still think those big brands, because of their, uh, of their recruiting, your Georgias, your LSUs, maybe in some cases your Auburns, your Oklahomas, uh, I mean, you know, they might miss a year, but they'll be on the cusp uh, and they would get in those 18 situations. Josh, last thing I have for you earlier today, the Big 12 released um, the, their schedule lineup for the Big 12 um, Big East matchup in basketball. What were some of the, the key games that caught your attention? And what do you think? I, like for me, I know Baylor and Villanova having Villanova come to Waco is going to be really cool. What are your thoughts on this lineup? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. And Villanova at Baylor is, is a very intriguing matchup, right? A, a, a rewind of what we saw in the NCAA tournament. Um, UConn at West Virginia is, is interesting. Texas Seton Hall is going to be fun because Seton Hall at the Rock is always a great team to play. Um, Texas Tech at Providence is going to be a nice, fun, early challenge. You know, it's cool to see a team like a Butler going to Oklahoma. Uh, you know, all across the board, I think it's some pretty – some pretty interesting matchups, but look, Villanova Baylor is about as good as you could ask for. Two of the best coaches in the country, two teams that play great team basketball. That's what their identities are built off of. That's what their cultures are built off of. That's that's a headliner that I, it's going to be can't miss television because you don't you know no matter who's the players in the program at this point, those two programs 
always deliver with good quality college hoops. Hey, Josh, what do you uh, what do you got up on uh, on Locked On Big Twelve? Well, coming up this week, we're going to preview this weekend. I mean, guys, two uh, two Big Twelve teams in the in the college softball World Series. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State might not have to leave the state of Oklahoma to win a championship, which is crazy. And uh, then we're talking some some uh, some baseball with Stephen Simcox of Locked On uh, Horn Frogs. He and I are going to break down the uh, Big Twelve baseball teams in the NCAA tournament. All four of them. So uh, Diamond Sports coming up for you and then football obviously we're getting ready for that for the month of june july and august josh thanks as always it's a pleasure we appreciate you having having you on the program awesome guys have a great have a great day